What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. I'm your host, Colin, here with my co-host, Noah, coming at you live on this beautiful Sunday night to bring you Fantasy Basketball Week 15 Preview. Noah, 15 weeks? We're actually, believe it or not, closing in on the playoffs for fantasy. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Uh, the season is going by pretty fast here, Colin. Yeah, for real. It uh, it really feels like we just started, but here we are. We've got five more matchups until playoffs start, which is ridiculous to think about. Ridiculous, but, you know, here we are. What to do, baby? Yeah, and I know we're a I know we're a basketball fantasy basketball podcast, Colin. But mm-hmm. I just gotta say, the NFL just had itself a damn weekend, Colin. The NFL popped off for us this weekend, no? And it's somebody who was uh, home with COVID all weekend with uh, nobody to interact with. The NFL provided quite the blanket of things to do. Yeah. Uh, four games this weekend, Colin. Three of them came down to game-winning field goals in regulation. The last game of the weekend, Chiefs-Bills uh, went to overtime. It was just uh, every game, Colin. I watched every game. It had every game had me on the edge of my seat. It was a uh, NFL playoffs hit a little different, Colin. Dude, they really do. They really do. And I mean, wait, didn't didn't all four come down to it? Cause the yeah, all four. Yeah, Cause the, the Bengals hit a hit... field goal to tie it oh, to go to OT. Right. No. So all four had game winning or game tying field goals. That's nuts. Yes. That's absurd. Yeah. How much better does it get? I I don't think it does, Con. I don't think it does. Uh, we saw. Oh, man. We saw arguably the league's two best quarterbacks go home early this weekend, Con. Tom Brady losing to the Rams after being down twenty seven to three. The Bucks lost thirty to twenty seven. And Aaron Rodgers, choke artist himself, loses against the forty ers Con, who didn't even score a touchdown as a team offensively. Their special yeah. teams got them the touchdown. Alright, I don't know how you can say the two best quarterbacks both went down when we just watched the two best quarterbacks in the NFL go to <laughs> toe-to-toe with each other. Come on. Man, Come I'm on. Just that was a Super the, Bowl. I was, just, I was just thinking, Con, that you know the AFC has Burrow, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can throw whoever else you want in there, Herbert, whoever, and then... I was thinking, oh man, the NFC, like the NFC is like, we got Stafford and Jimmy in the championship. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, yeah, the, the Rams, Rams 49ers doesn't do a whole ton for me, but oh my God, do I want the Bengals to win the Super Bowl so badly. Joe Shiesty, mm-hmm. oh, what a dude. What a character. I mean, I root for that guy so hard. I think he's just, like, unanimously the most well-liked person in the NFL right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really crazy calling the Bengals won that game after Joe Burrow got sacked nine times by the Titans, and, you know, he never once stayed on the ground, acted like he was hurt, never got hurt. He just got up, kept slinging that thing, and I don't know how you can't be rooting for the Bengals. Like, they're just the feel-good story of this year, and I, I want to see him win it all. Yeah, 
I I think that's that's pretty common. You know, like I it, if the Chiefs win it, it's like yeah, you know, I I guess Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is gonna win a couple more of these. Like uh, yeah. you can have the, a different year, you know. Yeah. Um, if the 49ers win, I mean, holy I'll shit! Cry out of sadness. Is does Kyle Shanahan just become the greatest coach ever if the 49ers win? Dude, he might just. Like Jimmy G would have to go to down as uh, I got to keep it to like the football that I've watched in my lifetime, but in the last twenty five years, the worst quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Rex Grossman tried. Yeah, I was gonna say like seriously, like the only person that I can really think of that was like this bad that made it to a Super Bowl was Rex Grossman, and that Bears defense and special teams was ridiculous. So lost to my Colts, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I was in. I think I was in fourth grade, Colin, when that happened. And to this day, it's still probably the best sports moment I've experienced in my life. Yeah, dude i I remember it. I remember crying to my mom and saying that uh, I hated Rex Grossman because he blew it. And she was like, well, don't you, like, think that, you know, like, he's got, like, a wife and kids? And I was like, I don't care about his wife and kids. He sucks. He lost us the game. Could have been Super Bowl champs, Mom. You know? Mom. Mom. But, you know, Joe Shiesty can get it for me this year and everything will be all good. I'm just, I, I'm looking forward to the part of my take interview. That's really what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, if if he wins it this year, I believe he joins Joe Montana and uh, somebody else. Joe Montana and another legend is the only people who have ever won the Super Bowl and the Natty. Wow, that'd be sick, right? I mean, that's uh, that's pretty elite comp. Uh, no, elite. Elite comparisons, elite company, company, company company's the word I'm looking for. Elite company. So yeah, all right, no, break it down for me. Who who do you got? Bengals, Chiefs, realistically. Realistically, Con, I, I'm taking the Bengals. Um, you know, my heart's with the Bengals. My, the Bengals just beat the Chiefs a couple weekends ago in an absolute shootout, and. I'm taking Burrow. I'm I'm taking Burrow. You know, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. It really is, Colin, but I'm taking Burrow. I think I momentum is such a big thing in the NFL. Um mm-hmm. as opposed to like a playoff series. Like a team can come in hot, but you're playing this yeah. team, you know, minimum four times. Like how much momentum can you really bring into an NBA playoff yeah. series? But momentum's real in the NFL. I got the I got the Bengals winning and I'm just gonna go out here, Colin. I I think the Rams got real lucky they won today, and I think they're choking next week. And I think we're getting a 49ers-Bengals Super Bowl, and I think the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. And it's going to go down. It's just one of the most, like, insane years ever. I I could see it. I could see it. You want to play guess the line? What do you think the uh, the line of the Bengals-Chiefs game is? Minus, full, minus 5.5 Chiefs. Minus seven to the Chiefs. That means you like the Bengals. Bengals, if you're talking yeah. money line, you got Bengals plus 250. 
not too shabby. That's just value right there. I feel like you have that to bet that strictly value. for the value. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bengals beat these guys like not even four yeah, weeks ago. The I think. difference, the difference between the Bills and the Bengals is the Bills have a D line. Or no, no, no. Excuse me. The Bengals have a D line. The Bengals have a D line. I would have home. I would have bet Bills beat Bengals. Like I think the Bengals could not have beat the Bills, but I think the Bengals can beat the Chiefs. Like you just think that the Bengals can go toe-to-toe in that shootout? I think so. Because they can. I think they t- can. Tyron Matthew got hurt th- Got hurt in this game, yeah. Colin. Like, I think Jamar Chase can absolutely go off. Um, you know, Diggs had a very quiet game today, Colin. Gabriel Davis did go off. He had four tutties. And okay, Gabriel Davis had, like, the best wide receiver playoff game ever. I know. So. I, I, I'm, I'm all in on Joe Shiesty, Colin. I think they're doing it. I'm. I want to be all in on Joe Shiesty. I. I want to be in. And then, what do you. What do you got for the line in the uh, Rams Forty ers games? I think it's Rams minus five and a half. Well, you really like the five and a half. It's uh, Rams minus three. <laughs> mm. So. See, I. I. I was fully expecting Colin to, for Matt Stafford to lose in that game. I thought he was going to throw a pick late and. I think he's going to lose them the game next week. I think the Niners are also just have the momentum, and Debo Samuel might be my favorite player in football. Debo Samuel might be just if we're talking about like most valuable players, like Debo Samuel should be in the conversation because he what he provides to that Forty ers offense is almost unmatched. Like nobody it's, does basically everything. Like he's just really, like weapon. It's really wild, Con. I know. Don't worry, guys. We're going to get to the basketball. I'm sorry. We are a basketball podcast. But it's really wild, Colin, how, like, you know, just the 49ers have approached this. They realize that Debo Samuel is their best playmaker and that why are we only limiting this guy's touches to, like, you know, when he gets open on our passing routes? Like, Mm -hmm. they realize that he is their best playmaker. And he's really just a flex, Colin. Yeah. No. It's crazy. Like, like, not flex in, like, the fantasy position. Like, it's just a flex to have Debo Samuel. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's just like, like, what's up with it? Like, we got Debo. Yeah, I don't I don't hate the takes. I mean, I'm sure you could bet, like, Chiefs Super Bowl win right now at minus odds. And that probably isn't a terrible bet. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm uh, looking forward to the rest of this playoff. Noah, three games of football left. That uh, that part kind of blows. That part always blows. Yep, but then we're getting into the good old meat of the NBA season. Ooh, we know, and that's a beautiful transition. So with that, why don't we get into the schedule analysis? Does that work for you? Yep. Alrighty, schedule analysis for week fifteen. Uh, we got a lot of teams playing four and three games this week, but you got to look out for Houston, Oklahoma City, and Washington. They're only playing two games. Really work around that. If you're a Daniel Tice owner, if you're a Darius Basley owner, if you're a Denny Avdia owner, you got to build around those. You know, those are guys that are centric to your roster. Figure out how to manage with them out. I lost this week because I didn't manage my guys who are out this week properly. 
And because I put up the second most points, I was playing the guy who put up the first most points. Kind of BS, but we deal with it. We roll on. Let me play you a song on the world tiniest violin. Oh, could you? No, I forgot it at my... Uh... Could you play Sicko Mode on the world's tiniest violin, please? Yeah. Yeah, alright. Sick. Uh, everybody else through four games, so pretty much uh, continuous normal. Noah, how many teams are playing each day? On Monday Con, we have eight. We have on Tuesday we have eighteen. On Wednesday we have twenty. On Thursday we have four. On Friday we have twenty-two. On Saturday we have twelve, and on Sunday we have sixteen. Uh, on the back-to-backs con on Monday, Tuesday we have the Pelicans. Tuesday, Wednesday we have Brooklyn, Charlotte, Dallas, Denver, the Clippers. Portland, Sacramento, Spurs, and Toronto. So plenty of options on Tuesday, Wednesday. We have 18 teams playing and 20 teams playing on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, we have none. Thursday, Friday, we have the Lakers and the Timberwolves. Friday, Saturday, we have Boston, Indiana, Memphis, Miami, and New Orleans. Saturday, Sunday, we have Dallas. Sunday, Monday, we have Atlanta, Cleveland, the Clippers, and Portland. So the Clippers have two back-to-backs this week on, one on Tuesday, Wednesday, one on Sunday, Monday. Uh, um, looking into the low volume game days, we got Monday with four games, Thursday with two games, and Saturday with six games. Uh, the teams who play on the low volume game days this week, Colin, we have the Pelicans, who have four games on Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, you could be looking at Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Devontae Graham, Jackson Hayes. Uh, the Warriors again are on here, Colin. They play four games on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Uh, you could be looking at Otto Porter Jr., Nemanja Belica, Gary Payton II, aka the Mitten, aka Glove Jr. Uh, Kevon Looney, Jonathan Cumgod Kaminga, Juan Toscano Anderson. <laughs> nice. um, we have the Pacers who play four games on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. And the Pacers are beat up right now, Colin. Uh, Brogdon, Lavert, Turner, and Sabonis are all out, so they're actually a fantastic team to stream at the moment. Um, we have Kiefer Sykes who's playing very well, Duarte, Justin Holiday, Goga Batadze, O'Shea Brissett, Jeremy Lamb. And then we have the 76ers who play three games on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, not a great team to stream. You're really looking at like Thibel or Andre Drummond, but I don't love the 76ers. Um, teams that play on Monday, Colin, Chicago, Cleveland, Indiana, the Pelicans, Knicks, OKC, Phoenix, Utah. Teams that play on Thursday, Golden State, Lakers, Minnesota, Philly. And there's no teams that play on Monday and Thursday combined, Colin, so just keep that in mind. Ooh. And then I just wanted to put out one more reminder, Colin. It's January 23rd as we record this. The trade mm-hmm. deadline is February 10th, so, you know, if you have a guy on your roster that you potentially think about dropping, just keep that trade deadline in mind and how guys' situations can both improve improve and um, worsen after the trade deadline. Just keep that in mind in terms of uh, guys you have on your roster. Yeah, definitely agree. Definitely agree. That's, uh, that's some good schedule stuff there, Noah. I like it a lot. That's it's very schedule-y of you, if you will. Um, all right, let's move into guys that we have decided to write about this week. <clears throat> and the first guy, Noah, that we've decided to write about uh, is somebody who's near and dear to my heart. It's Io Desumu. We've talked about him a decent bit on this podcast, but this is actually the first time that he makes the uh, dudes we're writing about, which is nice. It's nice to see. So, Ayo is the Bulls' lone rookie this year. He's the 38th overall pick, uh, and he is capable of being a very worthwhile fantasy pickup. 
Uh, the Bulls are very, very injured right now, especially with the news that Caruso is also going to be out for six to eight weeks, and we're still missing Lonzo Ball, who on Wednesday was reported to be down for six to eight weeks. And Levine and Jalen Green are still out, although they're probable to return at some point this week. Uh, he's going to have a heavy workload. He's had a heavy workload for the past couple weeks. He's been in a starting role. He's looking really solid. And in this last week, Noah, last, yeah, 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 he, uh, he's posted games with fantasy scores of 50, 51, and 45 and a half. Mm-hmm. And back to back to back games. It's real impressive. Uh, He has the ability to contribute in multiple categories and can play multiple positions, which I love. And Mm -hmm. it's it provides a lot of like value for the cats too. I mean, this isn't just a uh, a points league podcast, you know. And Mm -hmm. Io's entered the starting lineup for four games. He entered the starting lineup four games ago and has averaged thirty nine minutes while averaging fifteen point seven and a half assists, five and a half boards. And 1.8 steals. Come on. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. He's had two double-doubles this week. One with points rebounds. One with points assists. I mean, he's doing it. He's doing it all over. And as long as the Bulls aren't healthy, he's going to continue to play these kind of minutes. And he's putting up some real efficient stat lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He... Uh... Those stats, Colin, didn't include the game tonight. He kind of had a stinker tonight. Seven points, five rebounds, but he still played 40 minutes, Colin, the most out of any Bulls player. Um, I mean, he's a rookie. Rookies are just going to have on and off nights, Colin, but... (laughs) I mean, having two different games, Colin, where you have a double-double with rebounds and assists, that's a great sign. Io's going to be a fantastic multi-category producer, and Colin, he's the pickup of the week. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the and fact his, that he's actually only... his uh his percent roster was actually higher last week, Colin, before Caruso came back, and once Caruso came back, um, he saw a dip in his percentage owned, but um, now that Caruso's out, like there's a decent chance someone in your league dropped him last week, and maybe they haven't picked him up yet. So if you can grab him, you should do it right now. Yeah, because he, this is this is seriously when we talk about how we might not get like rest of season or guys who have value value for multiple weeks, this is actually a guy who does have value for multiple weeks. Mm -hmm. And while we're talking about Io, Colin, I think we also have to mention Kobe White, whose percent rosters are a bit higher. Um, Kobe White's good. He had 22 points, four rebounds tonight, Colin. But Kobe White is a bit dependent on just his shot falling on a Mm night-to-night basis, Colin, for what he is going to produce while Io isn't. So that's kind of why I chose Io over Kobe White. No, I mean, it's definitely facts. Like, I, Kobe White was con- listed as the point guard tonight, and he didn't have an assist in 35 <laughs> minutes of play. Like, he'll do that. So while he can be a microwave from the field, he's not putting together a, a complete stat line, as you will, that the makes him... Had- 10 assists as a team tonight. Yeah, I watched the game. It was a rough one. It was a rough one. There really weren't a lot of excuses for why we lost this one. DeMar DeRozan was truly the only highlight. It, uh, yeah. I'm starting to get real disappointed with Nikola Vucevic. 
posted just an absolute garbage four of nineteen. I mean, Oof. you're playing the magic for goodness sake. Oof. Like, come on. I haven't um I haven't watched many of the games of the Bulls recently. Con, where where are those shots? Where are most of those shots coming from? And like, how is he getting those shots? He loves the pick and pop. He gets uh he probably takes five two for eight on a night. tonight. Yeah, I mean that like it's not great, but like you can forgive that on any given night, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, not what you, what you want, but like I don't see that and say like, oh geez, like that's where you blew it. He's missing a lot of easy post moves as of late. Just like stuff that he generally has the touch for, and he's just not getting to. And then it seems like he's just taking way too many jump shots. Like I need him to get back to the basics and just work down low, because that's where mm-hmm. he that's where he thrives. And I think he's been missing that. And it's he's been asked to do more things outside when we should just be asking him to use his fantastic footwork that he has down low to get those kind of buckets. Break the teams down on all three levels. You need to be that one level, you know? But on mm-hmm. a night like tonight where we don't have our shooters, like we need he also needs to step out there, so uh, it's it's just rough. It's just rough. All right, Noah, let's talk about Jalen Suggs, who I watched play tonight. And, man, oh, man, do I uh, recall <laughs> why he was drafted so highly. Yeah, Suggs had a – Suggs, who was 61% roster on Yahoo right now, calling 60% roster on ESPN. Uh, he had a pretty rocky start the first couple months of his NBA career. Um, was definitely looking less than stellar. And then he suffered a thumb injury, Con, right at the end of December that kept him out for basically almost a month. But – He's played six games since returning from that thumb injury, Colin, and is showing promising signs that he can fulfill the expectations I think most fantasy owners had for him. Um, in his six games since coming back, Suggs is averaging 15 points, 5.5 rebounds, 5.5 assists, 1.3 steals, and half a block a game in right around 28 minutes a night. Um, in his last three games, Colin, in his last four games, he's played 33 or more minutes, uh, He's played 33 or more minutes in all three, and it looks like he's back to a full workload after having his minutes monitored for the first couple games. Uh, his efficiencies definitely still need some improvement, Colin, uh, but he's showing glimpses of his potential upside. And, you know, just tonight he had 15, 5, and 7, Colin, with a, a block and two steals. And as all rookies do, Suggs is going to have his on and off nights, but uh, to get to get that good a uh, multi-category production, Colin, from a guard um, is really good for fantasy at this point in the season. Yeah, and uh, two nights ago against the Lakers, he actually posted career highs in points, assists, blocks, and turnovers. So, I'm in. Just quite the all-around game. Yeah, I I think that as we get to this point in the season, too, the Magic are definitely on, all right, like, just give Jalen Suggs the ball. Let's see Mm -hmm. how we can develop him type mode. So I think there's something to be said about his production <laughs> value going up as that happens. Cause it's vital for the magic organization to develop him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote, so I wrote about IO Colin. I wrote about Jalen Suggs and mm-hmm. you know, 
I figured I'm already talking about two rookies. Why not just make this week a full rookie episode? Yeah, the trifecta, um, baby. And our last guy, Colin, is a guy who we're gigantic fans of. I love this guy. Herbert Jones of the Pelicans. 53% roster on Yahoo and 16% roster on ESPN, Con. Oh, come 16% on. 16% rostered. Come on, ESPN That's users. Dirty. You guys are losers. And we love this guy, Con. And if you're a weekly listener to Bench Chatter, you know that we've been advocating for picking up Herb for months now. Uh, he's a rookie. He was drafted in the second round by the Pelicans. He started 32 of his last 41 games, including every game since Thanksgiving, Con. He scored Ooh, in double wait. digits in 10 of his last 11. He's averaging 14 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 1.8 steals, and 1.1 blocks in 34 and a half minutes per night, Con. That's just sexy. The stonks, the stonks make this guy an easy cat player. Um, you know, stonks going up, Con. Stonks, stonks invest now, you know. Uh, with Zion still nowhere near uh, ready to return to the core con. I don't think Zion's playing at all this season, really. Nah, We've been so on top either. of that. Herb is just going to play a shit ton of minutes, and I love this guy. Please please pick him up. Just p- do it. His name's Herb. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. He is vastly outperforming their first-round pick con, Trey Murphy. It's pretty insane. Yeah, it's insane how quickly, like, draft order just doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> like if we I were mean, to re- yeah. like if we were to redraft right now, how many dudes from the second round are going in the? Iowa and Herb are top yeah. fifteen picks. <laughs> yeah, they're lottery, dude. That's like yeah. think about that. That's nuts. And obviously, you know, these uh, these guys do have more time to develop than uh, just this year. But so far, things are looking like they are looking. All right, Noah, we've got some waiver wire pickups. Uh, hit the buzzer if you'd like to <laughs> say a few words about any of these fine gentlemen. And if not, then we'll, uh, we'll send you into the night with uh, a, a shorter one, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Uh I have nothing to say about any of these guys, Con, but I do have some fun facts to read off after you're done. Oh, I love it. All right. That's, that makes it even better. All right. Uh, on waiver wire pickups, we got Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Devontae Graham, Jackson Hayes, Otto Porter Jr., Nemanja Belica, Gary Payton II, Kevon Looney, Jonathan Kaminga, Juan Toscano Anderson, Kiefer Skies, Sykes, Sykes, sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm reading. I'm not. Chris Duarte, Justin Holiday, Gogo Bataste, O'Shea Brissett, Jeremy Lamb, Matisse Teibel, Andre Drummond, Kobe White, DeAndre Hunter, Brandon Clark, Kelly Olenek, Lamarcus Aldridge, Marvin the Bag Lee, Zubats, Devin Vassell, Kate, Gabe Vincent, Kevin Herter, Isaiah Jackson, Bismack Biombo, and Kelly. Going to the somebody Sears Olenek. Well, yeah, it's just for good measure. <laughs> Should we troll them and I put Kelly Olenek like every like six person? Yeah, like, see if anybody <laughs> says something like, "Hey, you guys like really high on Kelly Olenek or what?" <laughs> yeah, just do it. Add two Kelly Oleniks. No, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Reddit already beats us up enough. 
Uh, all right, now give me these fun facts. How fun are these factoids that you're about to drop on my ass? These are the on um, you know who doesn't love a good fact? Uh, NBA stats con <clears throat> number one. Russell Westbrook has a higher field goal percentage than Steph Curry this season. Okay. All right. I can wrap my head around that one. Took me a second. That <laughs> that checks out because the effective field goal percentage, I'm sure, is not even close. But straight up field goal percentage, I'll believe. Second fact, Colin. Nikola Jokic is first in total shots made this season despite being 21st in attempts. That's ridiculous. Nikola Jokic deserves the MVP. That's... Jokic, my MVP, baby. Um, yeah. in I was on that. I was on that. Yep, I want to point were. out that I was you on were. that. Con, I don't think you'll ever have a take better than John Moran MVP, really. Uh, that might be your greatest take ever. I will think about that take for a while. And my favorite part about that was I was about to shy away from it, and I was like, screw it, no, this is my take. I respect I like it. That. You, you, you got to stand steady on your ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2022, Joel Embiid is averaging 33.4 points in just 31.6 minutes. That's a pretty good per 36-minute box score that I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another Joel Embiid. He had the fewest minutes in a 50-plus point, 10-plus rebound game ever, Con. Did it in 27 minutes and 3 seconds. Yeah, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. That's actually, that's absurd. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, the most games, Con, with 10-plus assists and zero turnovers between active players in the NBA right now. Chris well, Paul has 40. Ah, oh, damn it. Well, you know, I was going to guess, guess Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. I was going to guess Chris okay. Paul. Okay, Chris Paul has 49 of those games, Con. Who do you think is second? Active in the NBA, most games with 10-plus assists and zero turnovers in their career. Uh, just because of longevity, i got to go LeBron. No. This person has 13 of these games in their career. It can't be Harden. Just way too many turnovers. No. They got um, traded this season already. They got traded already this season. Oh, um Oh, Rondo. Yes, sir. Rondo Let's has go. thirteen of those. Uh Julius Randle is the only player averaging fifteen plus field goal attempts per game con on less than forty two percent field goal percentage and thirty one percent three point percentage. <sighs> That's gross. Disgusting. Um, since 2019-2020, Colin, Trey Young is first in total assists and third in total points. Yeah, he's that guy. He's definitely that guy. In my last one, Colin, which doesn't really uh, – it's not a great one anymore because this guy absolutely went off tonight for 51 points. But before his game tonight, Con Jason Tatum <laughs> yeah. was one from twenty-two from his from three over his last four games. Glad he could uh, hop in to prove you wrong. He almost yeah, he no. almost <laughs> caught me up. His ninety fantasy points almost did it for me this week, but alas, I still fell short. Damn, yeah, those he shot some... nine from fourteen from three tonight. So, 
those are some fun facts, Noah. I appreciate you bringing some fun <clears throat> into my life with those facts. No problem, dude. Uh, All right. Thank you guys for yeah. listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bench underscore Chatter. Leave us a like. Leave us a rating. And be on the lookout for an all-star episode this Wednesday. See ya. I like it. Peace. Thank you.